Welcome back to Reality Lives with the Ives. I'm Katie. And obviously I'm Will. <laughs> okay, Nick Lachey. That was an appropriate little shout out because you guessed it. We're getting into all things Love is Blind season five, baby. We're it's here. here. Netflix has blessed us. They dropped episodes one through four. New season last night. You know we binged it all. This is just pure magic. I had a moment last night sitting there thinking to myself, wow, this is why we do this. Ooh. This is why this podcast exists. Mm-hmm. You sure guys have listened to some episodes. It's been good, right? There's some stuff, good, bad, whatever have you. But this show, it's pure bliss. So that was thank a you. Kiss, y'all. Thank you, Netflix. Thank you, the world, because it's here. And God damn it, it's even better than I thought it'd be. Yes. Want to start with an obvious disclaimer? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We are going to talk about all four episodes. So if you have not caught up, highly recommend doing so because, like we said, the tea is piping, the juice is juicing. Oh, we are just so excited. So. Tell them what we're going to get into today. I will. I don't know if juice can be juicing. I think you have to juice the like juice. Like you're but juicing it. No. Like it's extra uh, juicy. Ooh, that juice be juicing. That juice be that juicing. That juice is juicing extra today. There's a lot of it. So Just let it be. Like, like. She said, <laughs> like she said, we have a ton of stuff to go through. So a little sneak peek. We're going to start off with first impressions, right? A lot of people in the show. A lot of people talk about. Let's break them down a little bit. Then, initial interests. Right, because we all know if you're a fan of the show, just because you start in one spot, damn well ain't gonna end that same same spot. So, and then uh, we'll touch on some of the B players, some of the C players, some of the forgettables, mm-hmm. as I call them. R.I.P. And then uh, we're probably just gonna go off the rails. Yes. Who knows? Just have just to jump around here and there. We'll try and keep it chronological, but uh, <laughs> you know us, we'll probably fail. And then don't worry, there is. Some nuclear level bombs. Uh, we'll be dropping. If you've watched the episodes, you already know. If you know, if you, you know. haven't. Well, you got the spoiler earlier, so buckle up because, baby, it's coming in hot. So, let's uh, let's just dive it in, right? And I just want to touch on something you said very quick. We are gonna try our best to go in order. There's no way that's going to happen. When you watch. Four hours straight of a show. It's all, you know, it's all jumbled together like a movie. So, you know, again, this is why the spoiler alert is here. Whoa. Spoiler alert. Because if we end up mentioning something on accident that happened at, say, the end of three, we don't want to ruin it for you guys. So, again, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Turn back. Head to Netflix and then come right here after. But let's get into it. First impressions. I got to say, well, first impressions, nothing special. The first five minutes, maybe, looking at the group, the men, the women. Ugh, the men. We're not, not giving at no, first. I, I was kind of worried. I was like, man, did they get a, a group of subpar folks this time? And let's preface, we should have said this at the top. It is in Houston, Texas this season, close to us. Hook them. Ooh, that is Austin, I know. where we live, but that's okay. 
because the Austin's way better than Houston. Texans, just kidding. They suck ass. Um, <laughs> CJ Stroud. And <laughs> if you like some football, go to our last episode. But yes, Houston, initial thoughts. You know, they show everybody kind of mingling. We have the women's lounge, the men's lounge. Right off the bat, who were the people that you thought were cute? I mean, I'll be honest. There wasn't anybody that was blowing my mind. No, there's a few people, guys and girls that I thought were cute. I think my favorite first impression, and you called this guy out, and I thought it was fine they did it, but it was pretty funny. He, uh, he calls out how hard it is to date because he's so skinny and small. And how he's really excited about being the pods because he won't be judged oh, for that. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone's asking like, oh, you're judged for that or whatever. And then I'm sitting there being like, bruh, if you don't like that you're skinny, just work out, you know? So aside from that interesting guy who we see very little of the rest of the season, at least so far. Yeah, that caught my attention. I'm like, wild move to have the first thing that comes out of your mouth for millions to hear be that you are too small and skinny. <laughs> Bro, you're not setting yourself up for success here. Um, and again, I, I'm pretty sure that's not one of our key players here. It's We're not. going to call them not. key players. So RIP to that man. They do. He fucked himself in the beginning. They do a great job from representation. Yes, yes. All ethnicities, colors, backgrounds, whatever you want to call it, right? Like it's very much uh, a hodgepodge of... Of lovely individuals. So There's Netflix. a lot of diversity in the casting, which we love to see. <clears throat> ABC, ABC, get your shit together. There's no excuses. And these hard. people are incredible. Like, I don't know. I agree. I'm glad you said that because that was something I said while we were watching. Love to see it. Stoning. So I had some first impressions, I guess. What do you got? Um, One girl right away that gave me an impression was Lydia, our Puerto Rican princess. Lydia has a great accent that she talks about a lot. So I'm not trying to throw shade at her accent. I love an accent, loved her at the beginning. I was like, she's one to watch. She's a star. She's hilarious. She's going to be one of the top characters of the whole season. It's and funny. again, Man, how the mighty fall. Uh, Woo. We'll get into that. But she was probably the first person that I had a strong reaction to. Another one, I would say Milton. He's really tall. So, of course, I'm like, ooh, who's that? Tall drink of water. He's cute. Other first impression, Taylor, the sweet blonde angel teacher. Super cute right away. Just very sincere. Right away, I was like, I hope she finds something because she seems like a real one. It's funny how different we are because I see Milton, I go, not attractive guy, looks like kind of a goofball, like someone I'd enjoy being friends with, but like <laughs> never in my life would I be like, oh man, might lose my girl or someone might to, to Milton. No. And then flip side of it, a guy that I thought was attractive, Izzy, who you'll hear a lot about. Is bald. I'm torn. <laughs> and so Katie's like, oh, God, he's bald. Like, wow, whatever. I'm sitting here being like, hey, he's, hey, he's hey, probably hey. the most attractive guy in the show. So it's so funny how different we are because she's immediately calling out one guy. And I'm like, nah. And then I'm calling out someone. And she's like, nah. And I'm like, 
I mean, I guess we have different preferences in men, which is fair, but it was uh, was interesting to see. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta stand up for myself. Milton, this man, my dear, dear husband, anytime a man is really tall or taller than him, he gets a little insecure. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, that guy's not hot. That guy is like 6'8 and a good looking guy. His hair is not my fave. But he's a good-looking guy. No, he's I, not. Let me say my piece. Thank you. Also, Izzy, you're, you're giving me a bad rep thinking I hate bald people. I did not say he was ugly because he was bald. I wasn't like, look at that ugly, bald fuck. He's very attractive. <laughs> so I don't think he's ugly. And again, I'm a personality person to the core. When we got to know him more... I really like him. He might be one of my favorite guys of the season. Too long. Didn't read. Katie doesn't like bald guys. <laughs> <laughs> Clickbait. Sorry, Katie Jeff. Katie hates bald men. Yeah. Like, oh, he's going to love that call out. I'm <laughs> fucking A. No. I said, ooh, he's bald, which I enjoy because we haven't had that on the show yet. The point of having love is blind is because we don't want people to judge people on physical characteristics. Being short, having fucked up teeth, weird hair, being bald, maybe being just not somebody's physical type. So I like the fact that they did this because I want a lot of women don't love a guy with bald hair. I'm not one of those women. Ooh, another protect myself. But I like that they are, again, being diverse in all the physical features and attributes. It makes for an interesting season. Another really cool first impression, uh, Nick and Vanessa asking, you know, what do you want to ask? What's, is there anything <laughs> off limits? All this stuff that I have for you. And one of the girls goes, I'm going to ask them if they've ever been in therapy. And I was like, mm. girl. And we don't see that girl again, that. but <laughs> queen. <laughs> and they yeah, were like, <laughs> shut up, bitch. We want mess. <laughs> Not I don't know what that this. says. Get but... out of here. <laughs> yeah. The They're like, mental like... stability? Get her out of here. <laughs> the producers were in the, the Lachey's ears. Uh, that girl is too woke, too smart. Get her the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. We never see her again, actually. I, no. I think they killed Maybe her. Maybe like sitting on a couch, but yeah. But it was <laughs> good. Normalized mental health. Nice job. Don't know her name, unfortunately, but whoever you are out there, we see you. We see you. We appreciate you. You deserve love. You're probably going to be a great partner. You're probably one of the forgettables. I was just going to say, that kind of segues. You don't see segues anymore, but kind of segues us in to the unmentionables, (laughs) (laughs) the forgotten ones, the lost boys. Of this season. Now, if you followed along past seasons and watched the reunion, seen the uh, after the altar specials, excuse me, you know that there are multiple, typically each season, additional love matches that maybe even get engaged and go on a honeymoon, but we don't see the story at all. Netflix, shame, shame, shame. User, error, error, error. The more I think about it, realistically, they probably only allow marriages they show that are full of drama. All the other people that get engaged is probably just super smooth sailing. And they're well, like, they well, they go through the whole thing and it's probably filmed, but they edited it out. That's, that's what I'm saying. 
the relationships that are well, no, they don't go through the whole thing because yes, they the, do. the couples I've that also get married, there's people they, married. They end up at the resort, though. No. Yes, I think so. No. Uh, you're right. No, no, you're right. I'm 100. You're right. right. I know. That's interesting. I mark that. Bookmark that. She rarely says I'm right, so we got on camera. Love that moment. Uh, yeah. Meg, gonna need you to cut that out. Just kidding. Shout out to our editor, Oof. Meg, Queen, Queen. Yes. Uh, but um, yes. Yeah, so. It's so interesting. One of the few reality dating shows where I get it, you know, Bachelor, all those things. Some people don't get screen time. Now, this is literally entire <laughs> relationships and timelines and like life-changing moments. The Netflix is like, eh, not dramatic enough. Oh, you guys are falling in love? No one cares. Next. It's like Unless so someone's savage. trying to steal your girl or steal your man, we ain't going to show it. Y'all happily in love? Yeah, go be happily in love. Get off our show. No one cares. So it's... It is really funny how there's like this double-edged sword of you go there just to find love, but if you find easy love, no one's ever going to know you're even on the show. Yeah. You only exist if you have like difficult love almost, you know? So it's... I would agree with that, but I think that they let one couple go through that has a more easy time because they need that real love story. The Lauren and Cameron, the Alexa, Alexis, Alexa and Brennan, the... Brett and Tiffany. Mm. You need a core couple in every season. The reason the Chicago season sucks asshole is because we don't have that. I'm going to disagree. Lauren Cameron, uh, her parents and her well, dad. Well, go through was, something. I'm just, I'm just saying. They clearly went through their own challenges. Well, that's the thing, realistically. Lauren and Cameron, white guy, black girl, sure. black yes. dad, didn't like the idea of that. Like, they had a lot of their own things to overcome. So it wasn't easy by any means. It wasn't like they just sure. met their parents okay. and were like, blah, oh, blah, my blah, God, blah. we Slow love you. Down, things sir. are great. And then similarly, even the other one you're talking about, Brennan, her dad didn't necessarily like him. There were some challenges there. It's like, we've never seen any couple where it's just every family member, everyone, no problems, no challenges, no hurdles to overcome. Like, every single... Even the best couples, even our OGs, the kings and queens, they still had stuff they had to get through. Fair. That's not what I meant. Okay. I more so mean in the pods, there's always one couple that has like that instant spark. They're talking to no one else that we see. Obviously, they still talk to other people, but right away, laser focused on each other kind of thing. Every couple, naturally, when you come off an experiment... And go into the real world with friends and family and get into a routine of everyday life. Yeah, there's going to be drama. That's life. We have drama every day in this hizzle. I mean, your parents loved me. My parents loved you. There was no drama there. Your friends Jesus. loved me. My friends loved you. There's no drama there. But speaking of those who have smooth sailing, nice time to pivot into. Let's talk about some of the initial interests and love stories. So, my girl Lydia, Puerto Rican queen. I think we would be remiss if we don't just name what we're going to call the key players of this season in no particular order, girls and guys. We have Lydia, the Puerto Rican feisty queen. We have Stacy. She is blonde. She's very cute. Had a unfair first impression of her. I will be honest, which we did not discuss, but we'll get more into it. We have Johnny, the brunette, Lawyer. Interesting character. <laughs> Layers there. Aaliyah, queen. I believe she's an ICU nurse. 
And then Taylor is the blonde angel teacher. From the men's side, we have Uche. He is also a lawyer. We have JP. I want to say his name is Jared. He is a sweet firefighter boy. We have Izzy, the bald king. Chris, quiet little P-jom, precious gem of a man. Shout out the toast. And then Milton, who is the tall motherfucker. Okay. Chris cracked me up at the beginning because he was like, man, women always just look at me and just think I'm this this F boy because of whatever. And I'm sitting there being like, bro. I don't remember that. That's you're not so this funny. like stud. You're, you're, you're fine looking, right? He's not a bad looking guy. But I was sitting there being like, He's bro, fine. You don't, you don't look like an F boy at all. So I don't know if you're just trying to like portray this extra level of confidence or something. But yeah, Chris, we love make you. Until you make it, Chris. Prince. Mm, mm, great yeah. call out. What do you want him to do? It. Come on here and be like, and you're the first person to not like this. Is he supposed to come on and be like, I'm a short king. I'm quiet. I don't have a lot of game. I get friend zoned all the time. No, he's coming in faking until he makes it. He's trying to find a wife and he's trying to fit in with the men. It's probably very intimidating to walk into the men's lounge and see Milton's giraffe ass. You know, come on. God, Milton is not intimidating. Well, he's tall. Like he's just tall. lanky and he's the youngest guy. He's not some stud. I'm, if you've watched the show, you're wrong. everyone agrees with me Women, for sure. Sound off in the comments. Please Great do. Melton. I know I'm, I'm going to win this. Milton. God. Shut up. <laughs> I'm going to. He, this man hates Milton. What did Milton do to you? There's a no, Milton in his past life who really hurt him. I haven't even talked about what he's done yet. Milton's toxic as fuck. I'm saying looks wise, a petite short king, I'm going to say it, like Chris, would walk in and be like, whoa. Well, he's you're a giant. So you obviously like a giant man. Uh, women, sound off in the comments. We'll end it there. We all like tall men. Moving on. Sorry, short kings. There's shorties out there for you too. So yes, initial interest, first like connection sparks. What do you got for us? What was your first like, ooh, are they going to be something? Initial thought. I mean, there was a lot of them, but yes. the thing that stood out very quickly on, my man Izzy, just getting everyone obsessed with them. I think there was probably yes. four or five different girls. Realistically, there's probably even more that we saw, but he had to filter some of them out. He eventually had like three that he was really looking at. Yeah. But uh, I'm Izzy. Sure all the non-mentions probably were obsessed with them. Everyone loved them. You talked about the easy couples earlier. Taylor and JP. That's that's the couple this season where it's just yes. instant, right away. Amazing connection. No doubts. No wandering eyes. They both... I think have like a level of confidence, but also a lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. Confidence. Yes. I'm, I'm struggling to say that word. Oh, he's not confident in his pronunciation. Fair. Or I'd say enunciation. Anywho, they immediately hit it off. Incredible. The firefighter, the teacher. So those first impressions, I was like, wow. One for the movies. Yeah, this is, this is going to go places. They're both blonde. They're just sweet and cute. It was, it was interesting. Hmm. Milton and Lydia had initial interest, but he's 24, mm, she's, she's 30, 30, and she pretty quickly was like, eh, I, I, gotta, I gotta cut this off. Let's talk, though, about their initial convo. Oh, my God. Because it rocked. <laughs> wow, have, I'm killing it. I have never seen anyone get this in-depth on such a randomly specific topic. 
Yes. So let's clarify. I don't think I said it in our first impression. Lydia is a geologist, studies rocks, does something rocky. Milton right away loved that, was like so excited. He is not per se a geologist, but he is an engineer in some kind of geology-esque, you know, workplace and field. He didn't get too into it. I don't, I think maybe he works for like a big company and he's scared to say too much because then you'll know where he works. It's clear. Like a big corporation or something. Then not only does he care about rocks NASA? for work, but it's like actually his hobby and his passion he's too. He's obsessed. Like it's. The dude he, is in the men's lounge and there's like a decorative bowl and he picks up one and he's like talking to some dude who literally is falling asleep and he's like, oh, now this is a, this is a, blah, 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 like we don't know rocks. This is a purple lapsus. That might actually be a rock. Whoa. And, and when he's like, oh the man. Like, the it looks like us. a brown rock. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking about, God, two of us looking at rocks under a microscope. Oh, it's so hot. Like, uh-huh. he's, the dude's the dude's character um just roll around in the gravel but yeah so he's super into it and i think that actually was a red flag for her a little bit because she's really fun and outgoing and as much as that's like her clearly her passion and like her nerdy little hustle but i don't think she just wants to sit around when she's not at work talking rocks all day so which milton Seems like he would be very happy to do so. So that was an interesting first little thing. But like you said, right away, we were like, oh, cute, rocking. But <laughs> I got to Rock stop. buddies. <laughs> so I'm the funny one. They're, uh, <laughs> they're stoners. Dad jokes. Oh, nice. Lord. Got them. Anyways, so right away, you know, to the viewer's eye, you're like, oh, wow chemistry they're compatible but then she kind of shuts it down right away because of the age which i'm sorry it's a six-year age difference i get i'm gonna actually change it's a six-year age difference but being 24 and 30 is a different phase of life i mean for a lot of people we were together from 21 and up so it's like we grew together but when i was 24 would i be ready for like a mature established you know she's a freaking geologist person maybe not well it's the opposite because she's older so when you're 30 which you are would you be interested in a 24 year old if i'm at the bar and i meet a dude and he says he's 24 he's two years college no i'm like eek yeah i know when you can you get it and then yeah one of her initial interests amongst everyone else the old is man so yes Yes, they were interested in the beginning. Izzy has a charisma to him. He has an electricity. He's fun. He seems real right off the bat. You know, mm-hmm. right off the bat, bald or not, I recognize that. I'm like, he's a real one. He seems really genuine. I love that he's like fun and goofy, but gets deep on the drop of a hat. So he's a real one. The girls clearly recognize that. Because, like you said, Lydia and him had a fun chemistry banter. I thought, wow, that could be something there. But then quickly I thought, wow, if they get engaged, man, they're going to clash, which is great for us. So, I mean, not saying that they do. (laughs) It's interesting, though. I think he's the only guy that we were shown that had a lot of options. Yes. This season, absolutely. 
Yeah. So I mean, again, and we're not seeing all the people. There's a couple other love triangles and stuff like that that we will certainly mention. But he was like the stud of the show right off the bat. He's the hot commodity. There's always one. It oh, was yeah. him. Oh, yeah. Yes. And things only got weirder from there. So it seems, right? <laughs> oh, this is this is pretty normal. You know, the, 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 the use, right? So first episode, people are making some connections. Things are pretty great, right? And then the drama starts coming in. I got to stop you right there. There's some more initial interests. Yeah, okay. Our girl, Johnny. Really liked Johnny at the beginning. Still don't hate her. Don't love her. But she had a couple connections. She was another Izzy girl. Rode hard for Izzy. One of the strongest connections for each other. But she also had a connection with sweet little Prince Chris. And I think Chris, right off the bat, hardcore tunnel vision for Johnny. So that is another interesting kind of first little thing. And I think those were really the big of our key players, the big kind of crossovers of that. 100%. Yeah. So let's talk about, or past just the initial interest. Yeah. There's some actual momentum. We got to get in to the messiness this is where we're jumping around it's a free-for-all spoiler spoilers fucking spoiler why are you still here yeah. go back and watch the show for god's Ugh. sake if you haven't watched it what are you doing with your life yeah it's disgusting um, it's the weekend get it together yeah nfl doesn't start till tomorrow you're good <laughs> stop so. working out get out of your run get off yeah. your volleyball game stop studying the bar stop yeah. working Put out the books down get together get your kids Put them in a, you know, give them a little pal. Oh, I can't even speak. Give them a tablet and tell them to shut the fuck up. Give them a palette. It is time. <laughs> give them a palette. Yeah, palette. That'll work. But uh, so I think Izzy makes the most sense to start. That's yes. where we first see the first relationship start to build and then fall off. So if we had one of those boards, like the crazy FBI scientists where you're pinning things and connecting them all, Izzy is probably at the center of that because he spews here spews here connection here connection here i don't know what that board is called but gotta get us one of those but <laughs> so yes izzy it's a cork right board. away has a connection with three key players lydia puerto rican queen johnny lawyer and stacy excuse me the blonde gotta say first impression of stacy man she was fucking annoying didn't like her sorry girl she was that girl that seemed to come on the show and knew that she was on a show trying to be funny trying to be like the i called her a pick me if you know you know ladies you know exactly what i mean she yeah i was harsh i was like she's so fucking annoying she's a pick me like shut the fuck up bitch i changed my mind i changed my mind normalize growing and changing your opinion once you get more information Yes. I, too, believe it or not, can make a mistake and a wrong judgment. You agreed. We both were like, Stacy, sit down. Well, she just seemed like a, I'm here to have fun. I'm here to fuck around. I'm not probably, serious. I'm probably sure. here to get some influence. To get Whoa, some tell me you don't have an Instagram. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> to get some influencers. Oh, sweet man. Yeah. Sweet, sweet boy. But yeah, so she, yeah didn't, she didn't seem 
like she was here for the right reason. And that only kind of continued where at one point she's talking about hasn't really had a lot of serious boyfriends. Yes. Doesn't really like saying she loves people, struggles with some openness emotionally. So there was a lot of red flags that were leading us towards the she's here to play the fame game. Ooh, the fame game. Ching. Yes, I agree with Trademark you. Trademark She definitely seems... God. I think the claim to fame show from the Jonas Brothers might have a problem with that. Mm, I think they might. <laughs> Jonas Brothers. We'll talk about that in another episode. Doozy. But anyways, yes. Stacy, I'm sorry, girl. I came really hard for you. But once we peeled back some layers, it was obvious to see that Stacy is a girl who leads with the fun outgoing side because she's internally scared to get deep and be vulnerable and stuff like that. And a lot of people are that way in life. The most eccentric, fun-loving, life-of-the-party people, there's some shit going on in there. So, you know, we see Stacy later open up, which is great, and it works to her favor. So as we're going on, right, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, cool. Izzy's got all these girls, you know, where's it going to go? And so, it, yeah, I want to ask you, sorry to cut you off. Who right away did you think Izzy was going to end up with? And we won't say who he did and if it was that person yet, but who would you say right away? I, Five, four, three, two. Probably Lydia. I agree. I would say. Um, and I didn't think it was going to be healthy. They shared sort of like the... I don't know, spice of life. life. Yeah, yeah, like there's just... So, but I will say, it didn't stay long, right? And we could talk forever, but let's just fast forward to it. Yes, Lydia, and do it. And we'll circle back to this because some of these behaviors start to rise or raise question marks. So she falls... The new Stacy? Deep in with, uh, with Izzy. And... Pretty quickly on, she's really thrown a lot vision. at him. And uh, I want to say it's maybe the second episode where he finally goes, all right, I'm not there. I got to cut this off. And she lost it. I mean, she was uh, crumbling. That was rough. And it was rough. I'm not going to say it wasn't. Of course. But it was also like. It was unfair. Yeah, she dived in way too hard, Dove way in. too quick, especially considering the circumstances we'll discuss. <laughs> and uh Woo! the circumstances so i mean Woo! izzy izzy was nice kind of shut her down and then uh she went back to the main room with the girls and she just collapsed the like hostage. broke down as if like you talked to this man as if five her times husband just life. died you know yeah. or like her parents just got divorced or you know just crazy things traumatic to the point where she couldn't exist and it's like girl you knew this dude for like a day mm-hmm. not even maybe you know, and this is also the time when you know they're talking to a bunch of people. So yeah. we thought it was going to be Izzy and Lydia. Definitely was not. Yeah. I want to touch on that as well. Lydia, fiery, impassioned, makes a big deal, rightfully so. She has just been searching her whole life for someone to love her wholeheartedly for who she is. She said she is kind she's compassionate she has so much love to give and we see that we see you girl but yes like you said they've maybe talked a couple days and she is tunnel vision for this man which isn't necessarily a bad thing when you know you know maybe 
but it does it, it reminds me of someone i'm not going to say their name someone in our in our real life but where it becomes very easy to romanticize things a possi- very what could quickly be. yeah i don't know if it's you know a lack of self-love or successful relationships there's a lot of factors that lead to this but one of those things where it's just very clear she was romanticizing this connection yeah, getting way ahead of significantly herself significantly more mm-hmm. than she should have been so she was really at fault for her own emotions i guess now granted everyone's valid to feel how they want to feel yeah you know, love is say, difficult no matter what i'm upset. not gonna say yeah she's allowed to be for sure now granted was it a little over the top absolutely i mean she's an over the top kind of gal let's yeah. be real the entire show from the jump she is super animated, super goofy, slapping everybody's asses, twerking, which again is why right away I was like, she's a star. But alas, like you said, I think she, she, she may have overreacted a tad at Izzy being very rightfully so and respectfully honest with her. Izzy, the second he knew, hey, I have three great girls. There are two that I see proposing to. One is amazing, but it's just the chemistry is just not there. Applause for Izzy for ending it when he did. And he did it very kindly, I thought. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I felt I felt for my man in that spot because right away she's breaking down in the pod. I'm not going to judge her for being emotional. We have to remember, you know, you said, oh, she, her husband died or blah, blah, blah. In these people's mind, when they get in the pod, in these people's mind when they get in the pod and they make an instant connection and it's easy it's effortless they're not just in a dating show they're in a show to get fucking engaged and married so they're immediately she's 30 she's she knows what she wants in life she's immediately picturing this man as her husband so losing the idea of what you potentially thought could be the rest of your life is devastating but it's been a couple days it was very early. Yeah, like you said, I think early in episode two, mid-episode two. Well, she falls into... You got to manage your expectations, girl. Well, she falls into the same trap a lot of people do. And she says this verbatim, like, you know, what's wrong with me? Or what do they have that I don't have? And whatever. Yeah, and she was what, asking him, what's the reason? This, and you said this before. You actually said a lot last night. It was kind of funny. But every pot has a lid, right? There's now, a lid for every pot. I like to think yes. it's like, you know, keys only fit into certain keyholes. So it's literally the same kind of thing. Mine sounds way better. There's a lid no. for every pot. No, because that makes it sound like you could fit a lot of lids on a lot of different pots potentially. But okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. There's the a match. The point is no one cares about your analogy. No one cares pot. about your analogy. Okay. The point is Jesus. It's very easy one. for people to be like, oh, they're smart. They're nice. They're kind. They're attractive. Cool, we're a yes. perfect match, right? Like, exactly. Yeah. We like this thing. We like that thing together. Cool, we're a perfect match. That's not how life works. No. You, you're not going to be a good partner with everyone just because they're a good person, and you're a good person, doesn't mean you're good people together. And people always fail to realize this. And this is the struggle of so many relationships yes. in the modern world Dating. today. Is you just look at I'm a quality person, they're a quality person. We should be good together. Let's fuck. We <laughs> laugh at the same stuff. You know, we live in the same place. You know, whatever have you, same family morals. That's fine. That's yeah. not how it works. And that's why eventually we're going to launch our own businesses, showing folks how to business, not plural, mess it up, but uh, <laughs> essentially showing couples what that actually needs and looks like. But 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting I mean, my like, little my little Tangent City. Um, it's it's true though. This is a humongous lesson I think everyone needs to listen that to. That I would like to touch on. Yes. Um, cutting you off because you're going crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. This man's a passionate man. Love him for Whatever. it. But like you said, there are a lot of awesome, fun, cool people out there that you're going to hit it off with, mesh with, have common interests in, have a blast with. It's called friendship, fuckers. Not everyone is the one. This surface level bullshit they're attractive. I'm attractive. We had a fun date. We both value family. We must be soulmates. Everyone values family. Everyone likes fun. Everyone has a lot of similar interests than a lot of people. There's millions of us out sure. there. It is not about who you can shoot the shit and have fun with. And I think Izzy, our king, touched on that later. It's about, I think Izzy and Johnny talked about this. It's about when life is hard, when life is not fun, when you're in the motherfucking trenches, who is that ride or die person that gets you like no other, supports you like no other, Mm -hmm. real deep connection that's going to last forever is not about who you can kiki with and who you have fun with the most. Do we have the most fun out of everybody in the world together? I think so. He's my favorite person to be with. But that builds and comes with a deeper connection. So yes, to initially be like, I'm fun. He's fun. This is going to be a fun life together. There is so much more that goes into a lifelong relationship. You know, we've only been married three years, granted. We've been together a decade. And not to toot our own horns, beep, beep, beep. We're happier than ever and like more connected than ever. And it takes work, but it takes a deeper connection than just having fun all the time because life is not fun and games y'all Woo. i mean can be but so let's talk real uh, quick i get a whole great spiel and say something and he's like well maybe hey fucking a we can disagree okay life oh we certainly games, can and again and that's another do. thing that life's about agreeing to disagree so let's talk about what we thought was going to be the juice and then we can actually get into what was truly the most epic juice that we've ever yeah, seen. I think we're missing something. One of these big. seasons ever. Well, go ahead. Tell me then. Um, Stacy or Johnny, excuse me. Well, no, that's I was getting there. I'm saying let's talk about okay. what we thought was the drama, aka, sort of the um, the four person love square type thing. So, a lot of these couples start connecting, right? Uche and Aaliyah. Didn't really have a lot of other folks were looking at. Taylor and JP, I mean, tunnel vision. Yeah. No one else were looking at. Wedding bells. Yeah. Milton, not really looking at a lot of other people. He's Honestly, Lydia. he kind of fell off yeah. for a little bit. But yeah, he did. what it really was, Izzy. He had three girls. It dropped down to Johnny and Stacy. Now, Johnny had Izzy, but Johnny also had Chris. Quiet, sweet, yeah. sweet Chris. Izzy had Johnny. Izzy also had Stacy. Had kooky Stacy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was and calling so, her kooky the whole episode. We're, you're sitting there, you know, it's episode two, maybe getting episode three, and you're thinking, all right, this is going to be, this is going to be the drama when they get to the, the oh. vacation and they're all together and they all see each other and they're all hanging out and they're drinking. Like these that's couples. That's going to be, yeah, the fun. That's going to be the drama. Yeah. Now, to your point, let's break down Johnny. And I'm going to be, Ugh, I'm going to give a preface there. I'm going to give a preface there because. 
we love people and we know life is hard. But my perception of Johnny started at point A. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. And it's a very different point B. Right? One of those so, charts. So very, uh, very girl. smart girl. Very self-aware She's a girl. a lawyer. Right? Yeah. Speaks really well. Can talk about herself well. Yes. Honestly, I mean, she's a lawyer, so she doesn't have to be in sales, but she could be phenomenal in sales if you want to This man thinks everyone should be in sales. Moving on. I mean, if you don't like your life and you want more money, sales. Anywho, so. If you like your life, stay far away from sales. (laughs) I'm kidding. Carry on. But so, Johnny's got, you know, Izzy and Chris, and... She's essentially talking with Izzy about how, you know, we, you're my number one, right? Like, I feel safe with Chris. I like him a lot, but like, I'm not looking for safe. And this is where things get really interesting. She goes, all my previous relationships, they've all been safe. You know, I've never really Mm. challenged myself. I've never really gone outside of that. And she goes in this really pretty incredible little speech about how you need to chase real love and the challenges of life and how just because they're not having just fun, they're talking about the deeper stuff that's really more monumental. And I agreed with her, right? Like when we were sitting there, I think we both looked at each other and we're like, wow, this girl is in the beginning. We were like, head she's on woke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah. I was like, damn, I really liked impressive. her. Yeah. But then, <laughs> but, the- but then, but then after, after Izzy kind of, Izzy ends up giving her the cold shoulder. I'm just going to, spoiler there. Ooh, right. dropping that quick. I know. Well. Well, yeah. you haven't said anything about her exes, her marriage, any of that. There's a well, reason he dropped her from that conversation. I think we need to backpedal a little bit. Go ahead. I'll take it away. Go ahead. Go ahead. Woo. Go ahead. Go ahead. So Johnny, Johnny, Johnny. She's like an onion and an ogre. She got layers. Um, as we all do. And again, I'm going to have a little more compassion for her because she's clearly been through some shit. Um, she has a past of dating people that had addiction. She said, I think more than once her longest relationship. She was married. I want to preface. Actually, she was married. And before. Izzy was engaged. Izzy was engaged before. Yes. So that's an interesting dynamic. I actually didn't hear them say that. And then like episode three, it came up and I was like, what? I was probably talking to your ear off but yes she is a divorcee no shade there fine and he was engaged once so she says that her longest relationship was with a drug addict it was the only person she's ever loved and it was not the person she was married to the person that she got married to was after that and was kind of a rebound from like a really toxic i would imagine tumultuous several year relationship. So she tells Izzy, cause they bond, I think over the past marriage, the past engagement, kind of like it's round two to find love. I think they bonded right off the bat. That was the thing that connected them rightfully so. But I think, you know, she was trying to be vulnerable can respect that, but her saying that she didn't love her husband definitely triggered Izzy alarm bells went off. I don't think she's wrong to say that we look back on relationships like our longer relationships. And when I say we, I don't just mean us. A lot of people in life look back on past exes that we thought we were in love with and loved. 
And I'm like, that wasn't fucking love. You know, I can recognize that. So I can say like, okay, but <laughs> to say you didn't love your husband is wild. Um, and again, she's only 30. So it just seems a little red flaggy. You know, Izzy's coming at it as I'm trying to find my wife. He has a lot of insecurities about abandonment. A lot of stuff to unpack there. Maybe another episode. But he's got his issues, King. But he does not let them define him. It's You can tell he's done a lot of self-work. Probably therapy, King. Love it. But, oh, God, him hearing that, you could tell the wheels were turning. And I think he was ready to propose to her, like, the next day, maybe. Like, he was going to drop Stacy for her pretty soon after that. But that conversation was the turning point. And we left that conversation both thinking, oof, this she just gave Stacy the win right there. She just secured Stacy's win. Because yeah. for a very long time, I'm sorry, very long time to me, and I think you agreed, it was like, it was, excuse me, Johnny and Izzy. We thought they were going to be together. We thought they should be together. And we kind of thought Stacy was like the unserious one. And we thought he's goofy. She's goofy. They're never going to get deep. Whereas we kept seeing Izzy and Johnny constantly having really vulnerable, deep moments. Yeah. But after that convo, I mean, he knew it. I think she knew it. We knew it. Trouble. <laughs> Trouble. And Stacy, you know, when she, when Johnny walked into that lounge and was unhappy, Stacy's in the corner like, Ooh, and we have to mention what goes on in the girls' lounge. Like we said in the beginning, kooky as Stacy was not our favorite. But quickly, we kind of see a divide in the girl lounge where Johnny is almost like a ringleader, a big Boy. presence. Her and Lydia seem to be like really big presence amongst the group of women because they're they're creating friendships in the lounge too. I mean... Aside from the pods, they're all together, you know, crying together, talking together, bonding over all this stuff. They're going through a crazy thing that most people never go through. So they're bonding and they're making, dare I say, like lifelong friendships as well. So, you know, when in the beginning, Stacy was, like I said, I'm sorry, rubbing us the wrong way. Girl was fucking annoying. But quickly, we see a divide with Johnny kind of talking to the other girls as like a ringleader type. And little Stacy is like always by herself. Now, editing be editing. You never know. But there was a, several moments where Johnny made comments to the other women, bashing Stacy, saying things like, oh, well, if that's what he wants, then he must not be the guy for me. Or if no, he ends up with that, that, no, if he ends up with that, He's going to fucking regret it. He's going to be miserable, blah, blah, blah. And they almost edit it like she's hearing them say that. And all the girls are agreeing. And I'm going to be honest, sucking Johnny's dick. Get a fucking backbone, girls. Like, she, they're all just agreeing with everything she says. And I'm going to say it. I hate to say this word. Kind of a bully. She bullied Stacy. I felt. Justice for Stacy. And later, we see Stacy comes to a lot of women's aid and gives them amazing advice. Some of the girls that were shit-talking with Johnny, she still embraces later and is a real one. Justice for Stacy. And we know that Johnny and Stacy are going for the same man. 
So obviously Johnny is taking these low blows, which you're a lawyer, girl. Your immaturity showing. Watch yourself. Like that was so toxic to me. Hated it. I mean, yeah, it essentially went from we thought Johnny was really smart and woke to she's manipulative. And exactly. she uses That's it. She uses her yeah. intelligence and she uses her stature and she uses her education to get what she wants and she take advantage really of people. Really likable and uh, sweet. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I honestly, all I don't want to dive into it too much, but like, yeah. she could be a psychopath. Realistically, <laughs> I mean, she could be like because she knows oh, exactly what she's doing. Yes, with calculated the men. queen. She knows what she's doing with the women. I mean, she's literally throwing out there. Oh, he won't be happy with her. They'll get divorced. Like, she's a safe pick. She's his Chris. She doesn't know. She has no idea. She has so, no idea. And if we're going to be real, Johnny, you're the safe pick, bitch. You were Izzy's safe pick. And he dodged a motherfucking bullet, I think. Because Stacy was the wild card. He was nervous that Stacy was immature a little bit, couldn't get deep, didn't take him seriously. He didn't know if she was really like, into him like Johnny was because Johnny and him were very like I'm, I think they said they're falling for each other they were right off the bat super again stripped down and vulnerable never shied from their feelings told each other they liked each other very quickly whereas Stacy as you mentioned up at the top of this episode has never really had a lot of boyfriends she said she kind of pushes men away before she gets too close out of fear which a lot of us can relate um and uh, yeah, it's just I could talk for hours about that square, which is really a triangle. Poor Chris. Yeah, we <laughs> Let's maybe get into we'll, that. Maybe we'll do a f- future episode. But uh, I mean, man, yeah, because we're it's too good. We've been talking for a while already, but it's too good. We're not done yet, though. No, we're not. Yeah, we not even <laughs> hit what? the breaking point. We haven't talked about Aaliyah and Uche at all. Oh, I know. And they are big well, players. Well aware. Um, I'll let you get that going. Well, no, we we haven't finished with Johnny. We we're still talking there. So uh, we didn't say this. she broke up with Chris. She broke up with Chris. Yeah, because uh, she yes. wanted to tell Izzy he was her number one. She broke up with Chris. Went back to Izzy. Said that was number one, and then things started to fall apart. So well, yes. So they had that. Sorry to interrupt you. They had that conversation. <laughs> He's gonna kill me. They had the conversation where she said like the. I've only loved my drug addict ex, didn't love my husband. And then she goes and dumps Chris, which Chris was tunnel vision for her. He told her he loved her. And then the next conversation, she dumped him and she dumped him very quick. Was like, oh, wish you the best. Walked out like it was kind of cold. And he was very upset. I think he cried in the pod. He went and broke down to the men. Rightfully so. Real men cry. Love to see it. But yeah, the second she dumps Chris, the viewers are like, "Ooh, girl, you're going to regret that. Because we already know that Izzy, his wheels returning. He's going for Stacy. Let's be real. We knew it. Yeah. And he, he's a bit of an overthinker. But um, absolutely. Just real quick. Let's get out some of the boring stuff. Um, Taylor and JP, they fell in love. Ah. They got engaged. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to waste a lot of time on it. There's no drama. There's They're no that juice. couple. Smooth sailing. It's a sweet couple. For now. Sweet couple. They they both opened up to each other. I think they both have confidence issues yeah, I was and, just and found say. connection with yeah. each other. And so first They're couple to get engaged. Yeah, it was great. They Let met me, each other. It was a little awkward, but... Let me just say, 
they're a couple that I think in real life would have matched maybe outside of like dating. I mean I think almost all these couples probably would have outside of I, I don't think I'm spoiler alert too. I don't think Lydia and Milton would have well that's how I was referencing without saying yeah. his name um, <laughs> who cares <laughs> but so yeah Taylor JP got engaged great stuff that's the end of it we can move it on um, so happy for you <laughs> so I guess we can take a break from Johnny a little bit because actually no before we talk about Aaliyah and Uchi let's finish up with Johnny the the Uche. psychopathic thing yeah that, that was do. that was a big label so clickbait yeah I know right Johnny's a psychopath you heard it here first folks so Will Ives there are people out there <laughs> I think you know like myself or anybody in the mental health field where when you understand people's emotions enough you can take advantage of them it's it's easy enough, right? Facts. And that's what Johnny was doing. Absolutely. She spun a story to Izzy about how they should be together because she's never had any relationship like him and she's always mm-hmm. gone with the safe ones and she really needed to challenge herself. Then when Izzy turns her down, she decides to circle back to Chris and then tells him verbatim the exact same story in reverse. Girl, they're living together. You're in dumb. reverse. <laughs> literally says i've only ever had the non-safe relationship mm-hmm. i've only ever done these things i really should be taking the chance to really have this safe love relationship and it was all bullshit but she's literally perfectly manipulating mm-hmm. both of them now, not she knows chris is sensitive and soft is the end of it but it became one of those things and then when you see how she's acting in the girls room and you're like wow she's trying to control and manipulate mm-hmm. as much of the situation as possible which i get you feel like you're not in control, so we all yeah. want to control whenever yes. we can. But I started to realize, wow, there might not be as wholesome of intentions here <laughs> as I initially thought. Facts. And I just want to add that when she goes, circles back, the women definitely told her, like, hey, you should go talk to Chris. Because she was actually packing up her shit, her little yeah. cubby. Looks like they have a little cubby moment. She was, like, packing up her shit, and everyone's like, are you leaving? And she was like, yeah, Izzy dumped me. And I think she was going to leave. And yeah. then they all kind of, not to say she wasn't a psychopath on her own, right? <laughs> Probably would have got those wheels turning on her own sooner than later. They kind of coaxed her like, oh, well, what about Chris? You had a really good connection with him. You said you were really into him too. Like, is that not worth a chance? And she even said like, oh, I already, you know, I, she she made some pretty self-aware comment. It said something like, oh, I already ended that and hurt him. I can't like go back mm-hmm. now. You know, she said something like that, which is cool. But we have to remember that when she goes back into the pod to talk to sweet little Chris, <laughs> poor Chris, Chris, I say this in an endearing way. I like you a lot. Justice for you. I got some nice girls for you, maybe. Eh, maybe not. <laughs> no. Friends are crazy. But anyways, um, before she talks to Chris, Chris is in the guy's lounge and knows that Izzy broke up with her. That's an important key. So when So when he's in there hearing this spiel where she's essentially trying to manipulate him to give her another chance. Cause let's be real. She wants to stay on the fucking show probably to go fuck with Izzy later and break him and Stacy up. Cause she thinks she's so much better than her newsflash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so she's in there and obviously Chris fucking knows. So he's sitting here and he's like, she's only saying this, you know, Chris is a smart guy as much as his emotions are there. And he wants to just, say, fuck it, risk it all and dive in deep and forget 
what she did to him because she fucking broke his heart. Let's be real. Um, he knows. He's like, she's only saying this shit to me because she didn't get her first pick. And he says, yeah. I don't want to be a second option. Rightfully so. Speaking of second options, not as you know wild, but Lydia can't help herself. Circling back to old Milton. Suddenly old Milton finds herself daddy. Feeling, uh, feeling like she needs someone. Now, we're going to get to something where all of this seems to be connected and it seems to be really shady. Some of the behaviors going on here. Absolutely. Not wholesome, but they get back. And uh, honestly, <laughs> I talked about earlier, Johnny sort of being manipulative. Lydia being super manipulative of Milton. We thought... Yeah, we thought Johnny was the ringleader here, but Lydia is that puppet master up above, even higher I mean, in the banisters, pulling the strings. She eventually, eventually, effectively, and wow. essentially. Create a new words on here. Eventually. Um, Trademark. Pushes Milton into proposing to her. Milton goes into the room, not ready to propose to her. That's not like where his head's at. And she's just like pushing on him, pushing on him, pushing on him. Yes. And finally, he gives what could arguably said is the worst proposal the most that I've proposal. ever heard, ever heard. And he goes, do you like taking risks? And I don't even know like what she said. And he's like, well, yes, yes, I do. Well, I'm, a, I'm a big risk taker. So, you know. <laughs> Should we should we do this? Something along those lines. It was so yeah. bad. It was just awkward. Like I guess we're doing it. <laughs> yeah. And you said that make me think. Like, if that's the proposal I'm giving, God, that's sad. But if that's the proposal I'm getting, oh my God, even worse. So not if you're Lydia, thirsty ass Lydia. Yeah. So Lydia Oxygen. immediately Lydia. gets proposed to. Is all excited. We're runs engaged. back from the girls' room. We're engaged. All this Everyone's stuff. Like, so cool. Yeah. Kind of kind of trash. But what? Oh, sorry. Excuse me. One thing I do want to note is Milton, back in the guys' lounge, has a relationship with a lot of the guys, as they all do, and he confides in Uche, a guy we have not mentioned a lot, key player. Stay tuned. So I was going to talk about. He mentions, or kind of confides, excuse me, in, to Uche, saying that, you know, I'm young, I'm not sure, now that I'm here, it's getting really real, I'm not sure that I'm ready to for a proposal. You know, I'm a 24-year-old kid. And so Uche... You know, he's he's voiced that to the men. So then he goes in the pods with Lydia and is essentially forced to proposing. Yeah. What? What happened? No, I was going to say, like, so we want to talk about Aliyah and Uche now, right? I think it makes more sure sense to do. talk about was the friendships relationships. Well, no, it. I think it aligns better because the bomb that you've been waiting so long for us to drop, which if you watch the episode, you already know. But so we want to talk about Aliyah and Uche. Now, like you said. Uche and Milton, we see them hang out a lot. Homies, bros. Yeah, sure. I don't know how close they actually are because when you look at some of the, you know, I think episode three or episode four, Milton's not really that comfortable with Uche, it seems. Uche's kind of trying to dig in and poke Ooh, into his relationship with Lydia. And Milton says, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about our experience. I think it's going to water it down. And you can see that Uche's kind of trying to poke and dig. And at the time... It makes no sense. Mm-hmm. And then similarly, Ooh, yeah. flip over to the girls' room. It's a key Uche's point. Uche's girl, now Aaliyah, her Queen. and Queen. Lydia, super close. Lydia's been supporting her. They're best friends. Aaliyah was supporting Lydia during all these things, back and forth. And yeah. so, little Confiding bit of relationship. Now, Aaliyah, Lydia, super close. Milton, Uche, not super close. But 
all this will make a lot of sense very shortly. So I, I was just going to say, I would call Lydia almost like the mother of the women's side. Like she's that girl. That's the first girl, woman, excuse me, to run up to the person that comes in in distress or upset. She's the comforter. She's like the pep talker. And some of her pep talks are very toxic. Yeah. Go on. Which also will make sense soon. God, I feel like yeah. we just keep teasing. This is this episode is yeah. such a big tease. I love it. Well, I mean, hopefully everyone's so, watched, but yes. So Aaliyah and Uche, haven't talked them much, but good relationship. They're mm-hmm. doing really well. They seem to be really close. First big bump in the road. Aaliyah being... An honest, mature woman. Queen. Tells Uche, you know, and she was scared to do it, but she cheated in a past relationship within the last two years. Yes. And I will say at this point in the pod process, if you will, Aaliyah and Uche are locked in. I mean, the proposal's coming soon. You know, all signs point to green flags. I think on both sides, it's pretty locked in. But then Aaliyah, again, is super vulnerable and wants to be 100% honest with the man she's most likely getting engaged to. Rightfully so. I suggest you all do the same. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, she, you know, she's super vulnerable. Not easy to kind of, you know, display your messiest, probably biggest regret on national television. But she's honest with him and says, I've cheated in the past. And Uche doesn't respond in the greatest way now he Ooh. responds honestly in his own you know opinions and thoughts his initial emotions and reactions was, are yeah i won't say it was toxic because that's i think that word is thrown out way high too often, and mighty and we've said a lot of times judgmental it was judgmental it was very judgmental especially yeah. considering what comes but uh well to the woman that has been nothing but amazing to you you're literally you got they're already talking about being engaged like they're one of the couples that's openly like saying we're we're each other's person. It's happening. Just like Taylor and JP, they're talking about it, breaking the fifth wall, if you will, and saying like, oh, we're getting engaged, right? Yeah. So she feels so comfortable. And for the man that you're in love with or falling in love with at the very least to just, you know, let me just say, no one likes cheating. Finding out someone you really like has cheated in the past is a fucking bummer. But people grow, people change. No one's perfect. We're going to find out that Uche may have some skeletons in his closet. And the it wasn't the fact that he's upset and hurt and a little confused. He, rightfully so. You know, this is this amazing woman you're holding up on a pedestal, your future wife. You hear any negative thing about her. You're spiraling. You're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. It was the delivery. It was, and again, it was through a wall. So it was so palpable that she's feeling through a freaking wall, the judgment, the daggers. It's just, he came from a place where I'm up here and you're down here. And this is why, and you'll never like be as good as me now because of that. Like you're a damaged goods or something like that. I don't agree. I do. I didn't like it at all. I'm sure you agree with your own thought. Obviously. Well, um, <laughs> now that I know what I know now. What he did, though, interesting. what he did that I really didn't like more than anything is he just dug into her saying why it happened and not agreeing and trying to challenge her to admit more. Yes. At one point, she's essentially saying, and I wasn't satisfied. 
I made a mistake. I went out to get satisfaction. She talks about earlier that sex is really important for her, which is mm -hmm. fair. She's got a high sex drive, all that kind of stuff. And she wasn't right. satisfied in this relationship. Cool. Good for her. Whatever <laughs> have you. But then he goes in to be like, she she didn't tell the guy about that, that she cheated on you, yeah, which obviously good. he knows now. And Uche goes, and you know Leah says, oh, I didn't tell him because you know I don't want to hurt him. And then Uche starts digging in and he's pretty much like, mm. really? Really? Because... In my opinion, from what I'm seeing, it's more that you were being selfish, not wanting to do this. And he starts like calling her out and not believing why she didn't tell him and trying to make her admit to the fact that like yeah. she's kind of a bad person almost. He's like trying to break her down in that moment when she's already breaking down. Like she's yeah. telling you something that was really difficult to tell that she didn't have to he's tell to a stranger. And now she's pretty much, he's like, hmm. You're still not telling the truth. I'm going to make you feel worse real quick. This is why you, you did it, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I'm this, you know, expert on people, right? Like, no, you're a lawyer, right? I'm not an expert on people, but I have degrees in it, and I'm still far from an expert, and I wouldn't sit there and say that kind of stuff. Although, let's be honest, I do that kind of stuff sometimes, so apologies to her, <laughs> but not yeah, in that man. way. But anyways, it was bad, right? And it really made me go, hmm, those are Uche red flags now red flag city yeah yeah it was and he has redeeming qualities let's he's not great. shit on no, him he's, we he's really great. like him i like him a lot this and moment. he went back to the pod not oh. the back to the room and the guys and took time to think on it and he essentially kind of came to his senses he's like wow you know she was, was aggressive honest with me that's a big thing like i want to be with her and props to the guys there's mm -hmm. like yeah there, there were some really good girls and guys that were kind of having the B players that were having really good conversations Sporting roles. for the A players. Yeah. So, hey, props, you know, get it in where you can fit it in. But yeah, I just want to say, I think I agree with everything you said. Thousand percent. Well said. I think, yeah, Uche was coming from like a very judgmental, almost like trying to psychoanalyze her, which like, sir, you're a lawyer who now owns a software company. You're not a fucking psychiatrist. You're not a therapist. You're not a medical professional. She's saying, this is why I did this. I was feeling this in this moment. These are the reasons for my actions. You don't even fucking know me like that. And he goes, well, no, you actually, well, that was more about you, not him. No, you did that for you. You did like, you didn't do that to not hurt him. You did that to protect your image and how you were going to look, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I'm sorry, sir. First of all, how dare you it's the audacity for me to tell me how the fuck i'm feeling let alone in a moment when you didn't even fucking know me you don't even know me right now bro you haven't even seen me so that was fucking crazy batshit if i'm gonna say it uche a lot of ticks negative ticks in your column for that moment but like i said earlier let's normalize growth change forming new opinions with new information like you said, he has a supportive crew back in the guy's lounge that kind of tell him, Uche, you're not perfect. She was being really vulnerable with you. Do you want to find this out now or later? You're not perfect either. I just said that again. You know, don't judge her so harshly. That's the woman you're falling in love with and you still want to be with her. So like, give her some fucking grace. And yes. And he, and he does. And yes. things get better. Which is nice. He quickly... They talk, their next conversation, they quickly kind of squash it. But now, <sighs> we're finally here. Ooh. Ooh. 
We've Ooh. we've circled the wagon Ooh. a lot. Circled the wagon. Okay. And uh, this bomb was dropped at the end of episode three, and it really lingered throughout episode four. And, and finished, finished really on a uh, on a crazy part. But so after all this high and mighty high horse, Judgey McJudgerson for Muche, he sits there and he goes. I haven't been completely honest with you. I need to tell you something. And we're looking at each other and we're like, I think, oh, he has a kid. He's been married before. Something which would be kind of understandable to keep close to your chest until you knew that was the one. Fine. Yep. Thought it was something semi-innocent. Turns out. Ready. Well, say it how he says. You know, the first day in the pots. Screw it. He dated Lydia. Dun, 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 dun. Lydia, Puerto Rican queen. Obviously, we know that. But yes, his phrasing, he goes, it was fucking, we were like, oh. I was gagged. I was gooped. I was screaming, crying, throwing up. But <laughs> I'm still not over it, clearly. But yes, he goes, you know, I haven't been fully honest with you either. And she's probably like, thank God. Whew. Gets a, I need you to have a little knock here, too, so we're even. Haven't been fully honest with you. Day one in the pods, pod number 10. I recognized the voice. And we're like, what? And I, I don't think we fully realized what was happening still. We're like, oh, some dude, some friend of his or something. No. He recognized the voice of someone he's dated. And of course, Aaliyah's like, shook. And... <laughs> That was me being shook for the listeners. My shooketh face. Um, similar to other faces, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Kidding. Oh, my God. Unhinged. But <laughs> but anyway. I'm going to take over because no, she's no, no, just no, going no. sideways with so this. We'll, stop. Stop. Shut up. He's dated somebody else. Not only has he dated somebody else, it is your BFF, your confidant in here that you've been crying about me over, Lydia. Lydia, like we said, and Aaliyah were each other's besties. They're like in love with each other, friendship, love, crying, hugging each other, always confiding in each other. So not only is he dating one of the other girls, it's like her ride or die bitch in here. Oh, yeah. And it just goes so much worse, so much worse. And now everything, everything starts to make sense. Yeah. Because she, she... And then she's like, okay, that's not your fault. I'm mad at you that you didn't say this, but you know what? I told you the truth. You told me the truth. Like, she was kind of okay with it, but she's like, hey, I need to go check in. She is so understanding. I need to go check in with my girl Lydia. And from there, shit just falls off. Well, because she wants to make sure that there's no emotions left. No, I'm not saying it falls off that is the wrong thing to do. I'm saying it falls off because Lydia's unhinged. Well, I just think, I'm just trying to explain. She wants to talk to Lydia before making any other judgments because she wants to make sure... She's putting like girls first, hoes before bros. She wants to make sure there's no like emotional tie still there for Lydia because she doesn't want to marry a dude who's like her new best friend's ex that she's not over. And spoiler alert, there are still. Lydia is Liar. not over Lydia, Uche. you lying asshole. Literally, they start breaking it down. And this whole time, Lydia's been just loving on Aaliyah and saying how they're the same person and how she knows all this stuff about Uche that didn't really make sense. And, and all these dots are connecting Aaliyah's mind. And she's like, holy shit, what the heck? And <laughs> so she goes to Lydia and they have this really great conversation, the first half of it. 
And then Lydia just starts going off the deep end, talking about how Uche's dog pees when she sees her because she loves her so much. She's been to family events with her. <laughs> oh, they slept Lord. together three months ago, literally oh. three months ago. And then she starts giving her all these details. And you can see Aaliyah is crumbling in this moment and she wants to hear none of it and yet Lydia doesn't care Lydia's almost like laughing at it you're talking so fucking fast yeah well no offense there's reason to be it's talking heated. fast there's yeah. a lot going on yeah I'm not going to slow down just because you want me to regardless well the people Lydia goes off you. the people love it the people will take it so people anyways, are going to slow down their speed on the podcast app that's fine Lydia just starts showing her true colors of being a real weirdo <laughs> and how she's clearly not over Uche. Not in a good way. And realistically, how she probably built this super close relationship with Aaliyah. Not, Keep your enemies close. Not yeah. exactly. Not out of a wholesome idea, but out of a, how do I stay close to this girl? And then, and then you start realizing, oh, wait. Well, it's, not just, it's not just Lydia that knew this. Purposely. Uche knew this. Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking, why was Uche being weird with Milton when so Milton's talking about Lydia? And why is Uche details. asking... Oh yeah, he's like digging when there's no need to be digging, and I start realizing, holy smokes, all this is going on, right? So, Aaliyah ends up feeling not better after the conversation with Lydia. Betrayed. In fact, absolutely, probably worse. Honestly, can I just say something? (laughs) Love how impassioned you are. Motor mouth times ten. I'm the queen of that, so I would know. Um, I just want to say yes. So when the girls first confront it, they are really mature about it. And it's and Lydia is like, you have nothing to worry about. We didn't work for a reason. I'm so happy for you. I want this to be what comes first. You know, like, I'm happy for you. I'll support it. And they hug and everything's great. And then as soon as that happens, it's like a switch flips. And Lydia takes off her mask, her disguise of niceness. And is like, batshit, here we are. This is me. And she's like, oh, yeah, by the... I've met his dog. Oh, his dog pees every time he sees me. I met his friends. The friends fucking love me. I think I've been to a couple family affairs. And you see his car is blue. Do you know his favorite color yet? She's being fucking crazy on purpose. We know what you're doing, bitch. And Aaliyah, sweet little Aaliyah, sitting there like, okay, okay. And you can tell she's like, you can shut up now. You can shut up now. She wants to find out things about this man that she's fucking marrying on her own time. Shut the fuck up, you they Looney Tunes. They haven't proposed. They're not getting married at well, this point. I'm just saying they that she thinks in that moment, yeah. she's like, they're getting engaged like any yeah. day now. You know what I'm saying? That's her thoughts. Yes. They're not married right now. Maybe. Well, that would be plot And Lydia, choice. being unhinged, you start to realize, why was she forcing this engagement with a 24-year-old Milton? Oh, wait. To it's keep because tabs she knows. She knows Uche and Aaliyah are going to get engaged and they're going to end up in that vacation spot. No, it's because she knows that if she proposes to Milton, she'll end up on the vacation with Uche. So she's back in control. It's not to fuck with him. She wants Uche. She wants Uche back. That's it. She's not over him. We find out the first day when Uche and Lydia met Mm. in the pods, Lydia's like, oh my God, this is fate. Let's start over again. And Uche's like, nah, brah. Like, that's not how the I'm, experiment I think I'm works. okay. And Lydia's like, oh my God, no, we should totally do it. And she's like, nah. And finally Lydia's like, all right. But this whole time she's plotting probably, how do I get back? How do I find my way in? Yeah. Oh, she just she's not taking no for an answer. Become, you know, best friends with the girl that's talking with Lydia. Again, Uche. you keep your friends close. You keep your enemies. And then she desperately goes back to the on only guy that's still willing. Because remember, she liked Izzy, dropped her. She tried Uche, the beginning that we never saw, till episode four. 
He I'll dropped her. her. Yeah. Only person left that would possibly Young, propose to her. immature Milton. Milton. I thought she has to force it. She has to force it just to ensure she can end up at the vacation spot yes. with Uche so that she can try Diabolical and snake shit. her way back in. 100%. And then you realize, yeah, same thing. I mean, Uche is still a good guy, but like being weird with Milton where it's like, and I have a personal experience to understand this, right? Like my ex-girlfriend a long time ago when we went off to college, I went to college, she was still back in high school. I had this girl that I met that I got really close with and I ended up getting jealous of other guys talking with her, even yeah. though she wasn't my girl and I had my other girlfriend, but you can tell Uche has sort of that for Lydia where he's like, yes. I'm over her. But I still don't want like Anybody other else guys kind of have her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so Selfish. he's like, yeah. and then he goes to, I forget who he goes to, but then he's telling somebody that, oh, Uche's not, or uh, Milton's he's not talking ready. talking to Leah. They're like just venting. Oh yeah, to Leah. He's they, like, now Milton that it's all in the open, in. they're talking about it. Yeah. Uche's like trying mm. to tell Leah, to tell Lydia not to be with Milton because Milton's not ready. He's like, Milton's been saying he's not even ready for a proposal. So the whole thing, you start yeah, realizing, oh so my God, messy. all of this stuff. So it's like, we thought Johnny was the wild one, right? Turns out it's, it's Lydia. Not Johnny still is, but Johnny's cra crazy. No saint either. Yeah. And so but all, yes. all this is going on and you're just sitting wow. here. Oh, sorry. One thing I was just going to say is they obviously showed us then that initial meeting where they realized they knew each other day one in the pods. It was funny because again, Lydia is Puerto Rican. Love to see it. Very distinct accent. And it takes him like a minute. She's like, you don't remember me? She literally has to bring up his dog's name for him to be like, oh my God, somebody I knew. They only dated a few months. Seems like it was very casual. He was not in love or anything like that, he said. She obviously felt stronger, was not happy about the breakup. He ended it. All that jazz. Mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. And I just want to say, I'm so sorry. This is what my initial point. I forgot. Like you said, she's immediately being kooky and she's like, oh my God, this is fate. Let's, should we just start from square one again? And he's trying to be nice the way he phrases it. He said, oh, I think that would not really be doing the experiment authentically and kind of defeat the purpose instead of just being like, no, bitch, I already dumped you. Like, I don't want to be with you. Clearly he kind of blames, you know, rightfully so uses the experiment as an excuse as to why, like, oh no, it just wouldn't make sense. We'd be robbing ourselves of the experience. So then later, she kind of goes, Lydia being a fucking loosed mouth bitch, goes to Leah, I, you're a bitch, sorry, grow up and come over here to Austin and talk to me about it. We'll interview you. We'll help you out. But <laughs> not that far. But yes, she goes to Aaliyah when she's doing all the unhinged shit and word vomiting like a fucking psycho. She said something like, oh, you know, well you know, he was considering giving it another go when we first realized we were both here. That is a fucking lie. And of course that hurts Aaliyah's feelings. And she's like, you know, goes to him after their conversation. It says, not only did you guys fuck only three months ago. And his face was like, he's like, what? Uh, he's like, I thought we weren't going to say that or something. They probably decided they weren't going to say that maybe. And she blew up their spot, which she deserves to know the truth. Aaliyah deserves to know the truth. But she says, yeah, not only did you just fuck her recently, but I'm having a brain. Fart. You still considered getting back together with her or something. But you considered like giving her a chance and going through the pods with her, aka getting engaged. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, no offense. That's not what I said. That's not the truth. Which, again, justice for him a little bit. He held he withheld the information way too long. But people make mistakes, like we said. 
if he can forgive the, you know, the cheating and not judge her and start fresh with that, I think she can forgive him for this. And she does. Well, she says, like, this no, is not about she her. doesn't. Well, at first she does. He thinks she, yes, she does. She says at the end, they end their conversation like, well, we, this is about us. We want to be together. Yes, she does. No, she says that when, before she goes and talk to Lydia. I'm saying, baby, after, <laughs> after the whole Lydia shit, her and him talk again. Okay, well then why? They end up being like, let's, like, this is about us. Let's do this. Like, we're together still. Except they do. For, they end they in an okay. Except no. for, no, they didn't. Yeah, that's later. Because that's at the end. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying too. Well, let's get well, to they, it. That's... I'm just saying they ended. They made up. Like, Aaliyah forgave Uche. So we thought she, she did. Okay. Well, clearly she didn't. I'll show you didn't. the fucking clip. Clearly she didn't. Oh, my God. I'm trying to get to the bombshell. Well, you're lying. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. No, I'm not. So shut up, people. You watch the episode. In chronological order of the episode, I'm going to drop the final bomb now. Go for it. Aaliyah and Uche decide they're not going to let the Lydia shit break them up. They go to bed. Next day happens. They're going into the pods. He is dressed very nice. I'm assuming ready to propose. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying they made up and he thought everything. He thought everything was okay. He did. Shut up. And then she clearly like talked to girls, talked to producers overnight. He's in the pods. Hello. Hello. Waiting for her. Waiting for her. Waiting for her. We're like, oh my God. I kind of thought the producers were fucking with us and she was just going to be like, so sorry and come in late. Producer comes over the speaker. So sorry, Uche, but Aaliyah has decided to remove herself from the experiment. And that is it. And he's like, obviously devastado. And that's a l- kind of how the episode ends. But yeah. I'm just trying to say, he went to bed thinking they were okay. He, he went to he bed did. hoping they were okay. They I'll never, show you the combo. They, they ended they, okay. They why, how would they end okay? And then just overnight because she goes, you know she what? Went Wait, to never bed mind. And spiraled and realized no. she can't deal with her friends. She, she even said many times, she's like, in the real world, I would never do this. I would never date yeah. my friend's ex. I would never be friends with my dude's ex bitch. Yeah. Uh, they came to a semi resolution and went to bed. She resolution. spiraled all fucking night, realized I can't do this, felt too sad to say goodbye to him, and left. That's a thousand percent what happened. Okay. You all watched. Comment. Yeah, Let me that's know. fine. I wholeheartedly disagree with I'm her. I'm going to prove him wrong. They ended, with a they clip ended after on a this. more positive note, but still, when she went back into they the, said after the be conversation together. with Lydia, no, they didn't. Yes, they did. Okay, well, we let's, disagree let's completely. Shake, let's bet. Ten oh, bucks. Easily. Oh, done. Your is so clammy. I know, Ooh. but no, it's... Absurd. There's no reason why they would end on some positive note. Let's be together. They did. And then in a matter of 12 hours, she goes, no, hey, that's I'm why I'm going to leave the experiment. That's no, the, that's the it's, like shock. No, we were hoping, we were no, hoping they wrong. would work it out. We didn't know. I hope they we're didn't not wrong thing. because I'm you're, fighting hard. You're so wrong. You're, you're so not. wrong. It's wild. All right. Well, we've been talking for forever. Last thing real quick. Let's Izzy Stacy got engaged. Yeah. I was going to say, so we saw a couple reveals. One of the best moments probably of the whole show Obviously, Taylor and JP can't forget about them. Again, smooth sailing so far, so not much to reveal. They're the first grand reveal. Super cute. JP, I was making fun of him so hard. Yeah, she was so weird about this. I mean, honestly, I can guarantee I'm not on Twitter X, but I guarantee people were going nuts. He's so sweet. He's so great. He was obviously shaking his boots, so nervous. 
the way this man kissed, I got concerns. God, he, you're just you're just kiss. mean. They'd be like, no, he was just and like, he would yeah. pull away so fa- like it was like huh, like a huh, cock of a nut. Yes, he was aggressively the pecking her because he, he loves go, her. Instead of, he went like his his pullback. It was fucking nuts. Like, okay. are you okay, sir? I gave me the ick. I'm just going to say. She went down some rabbit hole about this. That's just stupid, in my opinion. Like, yes, uh, he again? was. Wow. They weren't you making out on TV. right now. They Tell me you're still mad TV. about the Uche. No, I'm saying last night when we were watching this, you went on that tangent. I was crying laughing. I didn't think Even when weird. he, like, hugged her, he's like, <gasps> like, he, like, he pulls away so fucking uh, fast. It was nuts. All right, so Stacy and Izzy get engaged. We get to see them meet up. It's great. Izzy seems instant chemistry. Yeah, super into Stacy. Stacy, unlike Katie, doesn't hate that bald head, and uh, they're loving. They think each other's hot. I don't hate a bald head. Yeah, <laughs> there's even a little huh. little makeout action. So unlike JP and Taylor, terrible kisser, uh, they have they have a nice good moment there. Um, Excited to see their honeymoon. Yeah, yeah. But let's give the people the truth here. The camera died, and I had a moment to watch the clip that we just ranted about and argued about no surprise to anyone i was right admit it admit it right now never the smile admits it all folks let's take it back to the love island episode the bergy bet okay we're, we're gonna run out of i was right again. twice okay, okay regardless yes super excited to see the honeymoon phase we have a couple more reveals i think really only three couples going to the honeymoon suite Stay tuned. We will be recapping that next week. So fucking excited. Guys, get everyone you know to watch the show, to listen to this, because they'll make them like this. This show, creme de la creme. And we are blessed to be around for Love is Blind. Couldn't agree more. Appreciate y'all for listening. We know it's been a long one. It's been a good one. I mean, we're doing our best to give this amazing just show justice. What a ride. Tip of the iceberg. All right. Love you guys. Love Love is blind. Take care. See ya.